Are you ready, Flyer fans? It's the Anthony Grant Show, presented by Bud Light. Tonight's show is brought to you by Frickers. For over 30 years has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Bud Light, America's favorite light lager. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers. Helping fans stay comfortable all season long. The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Now here's the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. And good evening, everyone. And welcome to the inaugural edition of the Anthony Grant Show for the 2021 Flyer basketball season. Uh, Coming your way from our studios here on South Main Street in Dayton. Brought to you by Frickers, your home of fun food, sports, and spirits. And normally... The home of the Anthony Grant Show on Monday nights. But normal is a word that we cannot use these days because uh, there's not much normal going on. Although we're going to uh, try to achieve some sense of normalcy with some Dayton basketball for you this week. As the Flyers are going to take the court tomorrow night uh, to take on Eastern Illinois. uh, A game uh, which was uh, scheduled to replace uh, Alcorn State, which had been scheduled to replace Bellarmine. Uh, But both those teams uh, having uh, positive COVID tests in their programs, not able to play, and Dayton able to come up with an opponent in Eastern Illinois tomorrow night. This comes after an exhibition game against Cedarville was canceled on Saturday. But we are going to play basketball at long last. And the uh, coach of the Dayton Flyers and the reigning National Coach of the Year, Anthony Grant, joining us. And, Coach, I I know i got to think the players are anxious to get the season underway. I know fans are. I know I am. How about you and your staff? Well, Larry, it's it's good to be good to be talking basketball. It's good to be back on the air, and it's good to to know that we're going to start uh, another season of, of Dayton Flyer basketball. And I, and I can tell you, I know our guys are looking forward to getting out there and playing someone other than themselves. You know, it's it's been a a long off season, and obviously a lot a lot has transpired. Uh, we're thankful that we're in a position where we've got uh, enough enough guys healthy. Uh, enough of, of uh, obviously everybody across the country dealing with COVID uh, that we can get out there after having a couple of games uh, having to be canceled to get out there and compete tomorrow. And, you know, it's been fun watching college basketball get kicked off this past week. But I know for our guys, we're looking forward to being able to participate and get the season started. You know, a lot of preparation and planning goes into any type of uh, season and the build-up to it, uh, beginning with uh, the recruiting in the spring and then the summer workouts. And then once you get a chance to get the team in full squad workouts leading up to the start of a season. But adding into all that planning and preparation, uh, dealing with these safety protocols, um, how involved was this uh, for you, your staff, your, your medical staff and your administration to, to put this together? Well, the two words that you used, the preparation and the planning, uh, there was certainly a lot of preparation by a lot of people uh, from our, our trainer to our, our team of doctors that we have, to athletic director, uh, to our, our coaching staff, to players, everybody. There was a lot of, a lot of preparation in terms of getting, getting things underway. Uh, I would say the, the operative word instead of planning is replanning. Or adjusting plans because that's uh, it's been constant, uh, you know, since the summer in terms of trying to get get ready, uh, you know, for the start of the season. And and we've been, you know, obviously like everybody else across the country, COVID has kind of dictated some of the plans that that we've had. So uh, you know, our guys have done a good job of adjusting and 
everybody's worked extremely hard to get us in this position that we are right now that that we know will be uh you know provide uh, barring any surprises here between now and tomorrow evening we'll be kicking the season off tomorrow so kudos to uh you know james herring our director of basketball operation darren hurst those guys have worked extremely hard neil sullivan uh, everybody really uh, our medical staff uh mike mulcahy and, and our team of doctors uh have done a great job of, of uh, making sure that that we've gone through our protocols and we've done everything that was what's within our control uh, to get to this point, and uh, I know our guys are looking forward to it. We'll get into the uh, the asp the you know the the specifics of this year's squad. A lot of new faces and some guys who are back in very familiar roles. Some guys who are perhaps going to play larger roles than they have in the past. But before we do that. Um, in, in the midst of all this, uh, there was a very, very special night um, a little over a, a week ago uh, on Wednesday, November 18th, uh, when Obi Toppin um, was uh, selected by the New York Knicks in the first round of the NBA draft. Uh, what, tell us, what was that experience like? Because I know you and uh, some of your, your staff and, and, and even Jalen were able to be there with him in New York. What was that yeah. experience like? Well, it was awesome, you know, very appreciative of, of Obi and his family allowing us to, to and inviting us to, to be able to participate in that. Obviously, with COVID going on and, and, and there's certain uh, protocols that, that we had to abide by in terms of, of making sure that, that we knew the environment we'd go, be going into. And then the NBA also had certain protocols for Obi in terms of, you know, what he had to do. So to have the opportunity to share that evening with them was awesome, you know, and, and uh uh, my 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 thing on it was to see where Obi, you know, where he's evolved to over the course of the last three years, you know, three and a half years since he stepped foot on campus and to see his dream come true and to be drafted. And obviously as high as he was, uh, it was great to be able to share that with him, but also to recognize so many people that took took part in that, you know, from uh, Beth, our academic advisor and her team to our, our, our medical staff to our administration and compliance and and our fan base and uh, our student body the red scare and his teammates and coaches and you know people behind, behind the scenes that won't get credit but were a part in, in helping that dream come true for him and i know so many people uh, across our, our our community and on our campus celebrated that night and i know there was uh impromptu uh zoom draft parties being held and uh, a lot of a lot of people happy and cheering for obi uh, to see his dream come true so uh, i'm just appreciative of the whole journey and, and trying not to take take one minute of it for granted because it, it was special to see uh, to see that happen for him obviously you have unique insight into obi and I, I had a pretty good seat to watch him uh, for not just two years but three years because uh, so much of who obi is i go back to that very first year uh, when he was sitting out, when he was not playing, and I, I had a chance to talk to some some media folks in New York who obviously are trying to find out everything they can about him. And um, one of the things I said is, is I said Obi is a guy that he likes to be coached. He wants to be coached. Was that a fair assessment uh, from where you stand? No question. Yeah, I think Obi is, is a natural natural pleaser i think he he wants to he wants to fit in he wants to he really enjoys being a part of a team and, and i think we all know by watching him over the last several years he really loves the game of basketball you know and he wants to be great and uh he understands that this this next uh phase for him 
is an opportunity for him to to continue to grow and get better. And I think he will. But I think he's also a guy that has a confidence that knows that that uh, he's gifted to, uh, and he's able to go in and help help the Knicks uh, grow their franchise and continue to move the ball forward. I know Coach Thibodeau, his new head coach there, uh, is a great teacher, uh, is is a, a great clinician, and, and uh, will do a great job uh, taking Obi to the next level. Well, here we are at the initial Anthony Grant show of this Flyer basketball season. Uh, not at our usual home, uh, uh, Frickers on Woodman Drive, but I encourage you to uh, give the folks at Frickers a call and get some uh, get some wings or some of your favorite food delivered to you, uh, and you can enjoy it while you're listening to the show. Uh, you can't... Uh, Use the Bud Light mic, but you can use the phone. You can give us a call. We'd love to hear from you at 457-1290, anywhere in uh, Flyer Nation. And uh, the jam of peanut butter and jam is gone, but peanut butter is back along with a significant cast of Flyers who are both experienced and inexperienced. We start digging into this year's team when we continue. It's the Anthony Grant Show on the home of the Flyers. The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. And again, back here in our uh, WHIO studios on South Main Street in Dayton. But a big shout out to our friends at Frickers who, again, are sponsoring the show this year, and I encourage you uh, to patronize them. They have uh, they have stepped up to the plate, and uh, Flyer fans, I encourage you to do the same. And when it comes time uh, for you to get some uh, food, uh, carry out food, or you want to dine in uh, socially distanced and safe, uh, find the nearest Frickers location and uh, patronize them and, and tell them, hey, thanks. Thanks for supporting uh, Flyer Basketball on WHIO. Well, the coach is with us, Anthony Grant, on this inaugural uh, show of this uh, new season, the 2021 season, which does begin tomorrow. It does begin at 7 o'clock, uh, tip-off at the UD Arena against Eastern Illinois out of the Ohio Valley Conference as they come in uh, with a record of 0-2, having lost to Wisconsin and Marquette. We'll, we'll dig into them a little bit, uh, but tonight's mainly just talking about this Dayton basketball team, uh, Coach Grant's uh, fourth edition of the Flyers. And, and Coach, I, this is one of the – when I look at the makeup of, of this Flyer roster, um, it, I'm, I'm really struck by – the diversity of it from an experience standpoint. You've got some very mature players who've played a lot of college basketball. You've got some guys who have played no college basketball. And then you've got in that group some guys who were part of the team last year and got to know the terminology and just to, to the feel of what it takes to be a collegiate player. Um, you know, how what's the challenge of of taking a group that diverse and and creating a team yeah well i mean you hit it on the head really we've got some knowns and and we have some unknowns you know and so part of what you would normally be able to do in a season as you know is you you would have you know maybe uh an exhibition or two and and uh some games to maybe maybe some inner squad scrimmages to figure out you know how your group works together unfortunately for us you know, we haven't had a lot of opportunity to do that with this team. So, you know, we have, as you mentioned, some guys that, that come with a, a good amount of experience, but they'll be in new roles. And I, I think that'll be uh, something that, that as, a, as a coach and I think our staff will find out along with, with Flyer fans, you know, just in terms of how guys will be able to step into those roles and, 
and, and fit in. And then we've got a group that that will be new to college basketball. Even even the guys that were were here with Mulai and and Zemi last year, uh, you know, they weren't called upon to get in the game and have to have to uh, impact what was going on on the court. So it's great that they have uh, a familiarity. Uh, but now it's different when you step out on in on the court and have to impact what's going on on the offensive and defensive end. And then we've got a another group of of guys that are just playing brand new to college basketball. So our ability, you know, to learn and grow over the course of the season, I think, will will be really important for us. So I'm excited about what we'll get a chance to see tomorrow. We're playing a team that has a lot of veterans on their team, a somewhat experienced team, and and uh, has a pretty good amount of depth. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how we respond uh, to that environment. It'll be our first time in our building, you know, with with fans, with the lights up and, and playing an unfamiliar opponent. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm, uh, hopefully our, our, our veterans will be, uh, be our leaders uh, and we'll be able to, to get the experience that we need and find out uh, which group works best together, what guys are good combinations with other guys and, all that stuff you want to try to figure out uh, as you kick the season off. Let's, let's let's talk a little bit about, as you said, the knowns. And you've got uh, maybe the most known of your knowns is is Jalen Crutcher, who is a uh, player of the year uh, finalist of this. The season begins uh, a preseason first team All Atlantic Ten selection. Um, but even Jalen is his role uh, just a little bit different this year, mainly from what he needs to do as a leader. Well, I don't know that his role will be a lot different. You know, I think Jalen being a senior and being in the program, uh, what what his experience has been, he's kind of seen it all. I think, I think obviously what 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 may be a little different for him is the attention he'll get from the opponents. You know, and 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 being that guy that's targeted by everybody that we play in terms of uh, their preparation and what what could potentially be thrown at him. But I think when you when you bring, you know, a guy like a Rodney Chapman and an Ibby Watson in, that that's uh, one of the more experienced backcourts in the country, and those guys are really, really talented. You know, so I think their ability to make each other better, to make the game easier for each other, will be really, really important. And as will, you know, what our front court does uh, to help uh, ease some of that burden on our perimeter guys and vice versa. You know, you mentioned Rodney and Ibby, and and I thought those guys uh, played they played well from the get go, and they contributed from the get go. But I really thought, as the season progressed, I, I, I thought that they got better and better and better. And um, you know, hopefully, can they just pick up where they left off and continue to grow this year? Well, I think you know when you have experience in 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 college basketball, that that's that's a valuable thing, and I think those guys gained valuable experience last year. Like I said, their roles will be different. You know, we'll miss Dwayne Cohill. You know, he was a key part of, of what we did last year, and was really uh, playing well before his injury. So we'll need his voice on the bench, even though he won't be able to be there participating in the games. But he gave us another veteran in the backcourt. So. You know, there'll, there'll, there'll be uh, opportunities for other guys to step in and fill fill those shoes that that uh, that you know he leaves, and some of our uh, departing seniors uh, uh, have left as well. So, so yeah, I, I think uh, the opportunity is certainly there for those guys to expand their roles as seniors this year and and to step up and and uh, and do more. We'll need it, uh, and I think they're prepared for it. 
Inside, uh, you know, you you mentioned the fact that uh, expanding roles. Uh, Jordy Chimanga was a, a valuable asset off the bench last year, uh, and Chase Johnson was an impactful player before his uh, illness took him uh, away from basketball for a while. Uh, how are those guys? Uh, how are those guys have been so far here in the fall, as far as you know, stepping up and and, and being a part of uh, what needs to be. Yeah, well, I'm really, I'm really excited about about their their leadership and, and about their uh, their focus on on doing whatever they can to try to help the team be successful. You know, so now what we've got to do is those guys, as you mentioned, uh, they come back with a level of experience. Uh, you know, Jordy, uh, in with obviously started the year last year injured, and uh, you know he got his first uh, game action when he went to Maui, and uh, you know saw played played a key role for us over the course of the year from there. And then obviously, you know, with Chase playing the first uh, you know, five or six games there before stepping away, those guys both bring a, a level of experience to college basketball, having been around the game for a while. Uh, they bring uh, a familiarity with our system and style and, and what we're trying to get done. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited about what they'll bring. And, you know, those guys will have a chance to play together. They'll have a chance to play with some of the other guys. So different combination that we'll be able to put out there uh, that hopefully uh, you know will blend well with those other veterans that we have. Yeah, you weren't able to play that exhibition game against Cedarville and it took uh, three tries to get this season opener put together for tomorrow night as you'll host Eastern Illinois. Uh, other non-conference games are, are on the slate uh, a handful and, and you know how important are these games going to be in December? Um, for some of the new people we mentioned, and R.J. Blakeney, and and uh, obviously Zimmy and, and and Mulai, who didn't play last year, Kobe Brea and Luke Frazier, also a true freshmen. Um, you know, how important are the is this span of games going to be for them in learning? Okay, are they going to be able to contribute come a ten time? Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it'll be critical, you know. And, and as you mentioned, we only have a handful of these, you know. Obviously, in the years past, you would play with twelve, thirteen of them, and uh, you, you'd get a chance to learn more about your guys before you actually stepped into a ten play. We're hopeful that we can get uh, the ones that are scheduled right now. We, we're hopeful we get a chance to play those, and uh, you almost have to take it one day at a time, you know, just in terms of of moving forward uh, under the circumstances with the pandemic. But these games will be extremely valuable. You know, there, there's no substitute for that uh, live game experience. And, and the, the, I think one of the things that I've enjoyed uh, and I think it's really helped guys is, is the ability to teach and learn uh, from doing and from having having those, that game experience. And, uh, you know, you're able to, to, to bring guys along, so to speak, uh, through that experience. So we'll get a chance to do that for the first time tomorrow. And uh, I know for our young guys, they're excited. I'm sure there'll be a lot of nerves. I'm sure there'll there'll be a lot of a lot of energy out there. Um, but but certainly, I think the opportunity to go out and play these non-conference games are they're critical for us on a couple of fronts. Number one is we get a chance <clears throat> to kind of build a resume, you know, with uh, with some of the teams that we have. I'm really excited about the games that we do have scheduled and the opportunity that it presents. But also uh, to get us prepared for what promises to be a very challenging A-10 season. I think if you look across this first week of college basketball and see what our league's done uh, with the wins that we've gotten and even some of the, the losses, just the way our teams have played, uh, I think this this is uh, building up to be, you know, uh, one of the one of the best years for A-10 basketball 
uh, that I've been a part of. So I'm excited about that and excited about the opportunity for our, key, our team to get out there and kick it off tomorrow and continue to learn and grow and get better as we approach uh, the conference season. It all begins tomorrow night. It's Eastern Illinois at the arena for a 7 o'clock tip-off. Pre-game coverage right here at 6.30 on the home of the Flyers as we continue. We're at the midway point. Lots more to talk about on this first edition of the Anthony Grant Show of this Flyer basketball season brought to you by Frickers, your home of fun food, sports, and spirits. The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to this uh, first edition of uh, The Anthony Grant Show of this Flyer basketball season, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light and also Frickers, your home of fun food, sports, and spirits. And, uh, well, hopefully uh, next season we'll be back there at Frickers on Woodman Drive to enjoy uh, the Anthony Grant Show and a chance to visit with Flyer fans in person. Uh, before we continue, it's a selfish uh, plug time. As uh, if you are a good, a good resource to get ready for this Flyer basketball season, it begins tomorrow night at home against Eastern Illinois, and a chance to reflect upon what the incredible accomplishments of last year. Uh, my new book, uh, Bigger Than Basketball: The Dayton Flyers' Greatest Season, is out on Amazon right now. Uh, it is uh, Cyber Monday, so. You're going to be shopping online anyway. Uh, get a copy for the Flyer fans on your Christmas holiday list. And, you know, speaking about last year, Coach, and obviously you want uh, the players in your program who are a part of that to, to embrace all that they accomplished. But at the same time, do you, do you ever say anything like, a, that was then, this is now, let's move on, guys? You know, there are our guys, first of all, congratulations on the book. Oh, thank you. That's awesome that you were able to able to get that done. Um, our guys have been pretty good of, of understanding that uh, this is a new group. Uh, this is a new team. I've been really impressed with uh, with our seniors, uh, with their leadership in terms of their willingness to understand. We've got a lot of young guys that they need to, to coach up and, and help us coach up and bring along and have a level of patience with. And, and uh, you know, so obviously as we as we kick the year off here, um, you know, one of the one of the things that you you have to try to do, you know, as a team is is get guys to understand uh, what allows them to be successful and uh, and understand, uh, you know, how to help how to help each other become the best version of themselves. And I think one of the things that gets you in trouble is when you're thinking about, you know, what used to be or what you what you did last year, whether it was great. Or, if it, or if, it, if it wasn't so great. So I think the ability to kind of focus on the group that's in that locker room with you every day and understand that, that you know, our job is, is to try to make this group the best it can become. Uh, and that, that starts really with your, your veterans. You know, our, our young guys, they don't, they don't know any different uh, other than what our coaches tell them and what those veterans show them and try to teach them every single day. So. Uh, yeah, so I think those guys have done a, a pretty good job, and obviously as much as we can without having to face outside competition up to this point. So I'm sure there'll be some some more growth that that we'll have to go through, and and our veterans will lead the way with that. Uh, two two uh, two veterans that uh, we've not mentioned, but uh, I, I you know in in just the limited opportunity I had to see part of a practice, but also seeing a lot of uh, video that the uh, you guys put out there, your social media team. 
Um, you have two veteran walk-ons in Cameron Greer and Christian Wilson, and, and I have seen them um, not just helping you in practice from being you know a practice player, but to being an experienced person who is able to show guys, hey, where to go and what to do. Yeah, those guys have been really, really valuable to us uh, since, since they've walked on campus. But obviously, you know, Cam being a senior, having been in the program for three years and Christian having been in the program for two years, they're very familiar with who we are and, and what we're about and how we want things done and our terminology and our system. So they've been invaluable to us just in terms of, of using their voice and getting out there and understanding, uh, you know, how we want things done and being an example for the young guys and helping to bring them along and also pushing the older guys uh, to, to, uh, to do the things that, that we know we have to do to, to be able to get the results we want to get. Before we get into some of the more specifics of, uh, of this team and this week and tomorrow night's game against Eastern Illinois, we also want to address uh, what had to be a huge challenge uh, in this pandemic world, uh, and that was uh, recruiting. Uh, without the ability to go into homes and to bring kids on campus and have that face-to-face contact, um, by all accounts, and I know that you're very pleased with this group that you brought in, uh, but uh, those you've signed for this uh, this coming uh, for next year, uh, Deron Holmes and, and and Mally Smith and Caleb Washington, and then uh, with the chance to uh, add in Mustafa Amzil next semester. Uh, and be a part of uh, the team moving forward. Um, how pleased are you with uh, what you were able to do despite uh, the hurdles? Yeah, our staff did a tremendous job. You know, just uh, as you mentioned, uh, in a, with the pandemic going on and not really having a chance to to get out and 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 uh, get that face to face and that that interaction or get people on campus. Uh, there was a, really a lot of people involved from. Uh, our coaches to the support staff to uh, you know just our our marketing team uh, just uh, you know a, a lot of people did a lot of great things to to help us be able to showcase some of what we we were able to accomplish last year but more importantly who we who we are you know and and that uh, I'm really really grateful for all those all those young men uh, Duran and Malachi and, and Caleb and Mustafa for uh, for believing in us and. And, and seeing, uh, you know, what we see here in terms of the opportunity that we have and the opportunity they have to be a part of something we feel is really special here. So uh, I know those those guys are really excited to be Dayton Flyers, and I know we're we're excited to to welcome them uh, to the family. You mentioned who you are, and I, I think that was one of the successes of last year uh, was not just uh, in the wins and losses, but who you were. Um, good guys, good guys. And has having a bunch of good, high-character people, has that helped you attract more high-character people? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think your culture and, and your identity in terms of the type of people you have in your program and, and uh, you know, um, the, the the way the rules are, you know, you can your, your guys are also allowed to have some limited contact you know, with recruits, if the recruits reach out, uh, you know, and obviously, you know, so many of these kids are familiar with each other through social media. They, they follow the game of basketball, so they know guys' games. They're familiar with what guys do, and there's a respect level. And I've always said, you know, uh, when you when you deal with, uh, as, a, as an athlete, when you deal with your sport, you know, you're, you're going to be able to get a feel 
for who guys are and, and, and guys are going to tell you what it's like, you know, so our, our guys did a great job, you know, when they had the opportunity um, and when asked, uh, you know, by the recruits to, to talk about who we are and, and what we do. And then, you know, obviously seeing, you know, what we, what we experienced last year and what that was like and, and the way those guys really enjoyed each other. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, it, it, it breeds uh, that type of uh, camaraderie and good feeling. So uh, I think all of that played a part in, in us being able to, to get a, a, a class together under these circumstances. We'll talk a little bit about Eastern Illinois, but uh, before I even bring them up, at this time of year, and especially given the uh, fluidity of the schedule scheduling process, is, is is really your focus more about your guys now? I mean, you're going to scout Eastern Illinois. You're going to put together a game plan. But is tomorrow night really about Dayton? Oh, yeah, without without question. You know, And as you mentioned, obviously, we, we have – uh, we'll certainly try to get our guys as prepared as we can uh, for our opponent, you know, but I think the main thing is, is making sure that we do, uh, we try to build upon the habits that we've tried to create. So Eastern Illinois is going to come in tomorrow and they're going to test those habits on the defensive end and the offensive end and, and what type of discipline we have as a team, and what type of stamina we can, we can build and, you know, how well we, we trust each other at this early, at early stage of the season. So those things will be, they'll be really critical. And, uh, you know, like, like I said, it, it's always, um, you know, exciting and, and, and you're nervous. Um, um, you know, I think you said to me last year, uh, every 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 uh, start of the season, every coach wakes up thinking about everything that can go wrong. And every player wakes up thinking about everything's going to go right. Right. So that's where we are. It'll be this game. And, and uh, so we'll try to get as prepared as we can and and understand that, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be uh, an opportunity for us to test those habits that we've tried to build over the last several weeks. And I think, Coach, I think uh, for the coach's standpoint, it goes better than the coach feared. And from the player's standpoint, maybe not as good as they thought they were. So it's a, it's a nice middle ground that usually uh, comes out of these types of things. All right, we're continuing as uh, the Dayton Flyers season is upon us at long last. Dayton hosting Eastern Illinois tomorrow night at 7 o'clock tip-off at the UD Arena as we continue on this inaugural edition of the Anthony Grant Show brought to you by Bud Light and also Frickers, your home of fun food, sports, and spirits. The Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to the Anthony Grant Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. And good evening, everyone, and welcome to our first edition of the Anthony Grant Show for the 2021 season. Dayton will be playing basketball tomorrow night, hosting Eastern Illinois at the UD Arena at a 7 o'clock tip. Uh, The first game the Flyers have played since March 7th of this year in which they uh, put uh, the finishing touches on an 18-0 Atlantic 10 uh, Conference uh, championship season with a win over George Washington, extending their winning streak to 20 games in a row as they enter this new season and a game tomorrow night against Eastern Illinois. And, um, you know, we, we talked earlier, Coach Grant, about uh, Obi and, and going in the draft, and obviously it's, it's so well documented uh, what he accomplished in his uh, – uh, 
sadly short time uh, in a Dayton Flyer uniform. But I, I, I would be remiss, and I, did, and I didn't want to spend a lot of time looking back because we want to look forward at this season. But uh, the impact that Ryan Mikesell and Trey Landers, your two departing seniors, the impact that they left on the program that will be a part of this team moving forward, how would you describe that? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up, you know, because obviously so much credit and deservedly so goes to Obi for what he was able to accomplish. But boy, I tell you, I have to have two veterans like Trey Landers and, and Ryan Mikesell and what they meant to, to the success that we had you know, last year and in previous years, uh, you know, we miss those guys every single day. You know, when you look at what they did and you hear me talk about this a lot, Larry, is, is things that don't show up on a stat sheet. You know, just the, the effort plays, their voice, uh, their leadership, um, just the hustle, uh, their willingness to sacrifice those things that, that are, are, are critical uh, to have a championship caliber team. You know, so... Uh, We've got to get guys uh, that step into those roles, you know, and, and I think that'll be, you know, one of the things that this team, one of the, the things that we'll have to establish that this year, who takes up uh, that slack that's left by those guys. You know, we'll have to we'll have to make up for the loss of Obi by committee. It's hard to make up for what he was able to do. But those those things that that Ryan and Trey, you know, brought to the group uh, with their effort, uh, with their with their attitudes, with their. Uh, their willingness to do the dirty work, to 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 make things easier for everybody else out there on the court, and their their focus on, you know, being a uh, whatever doing whatever it took to try to win a ball game. Uh, I know uh, I I really appreciate you know everything that those guys did, and certainly miss uh, having those guys with us, and and hopefully we can have some guys that'll fill those roles for us this year. Is it safe to say that Ryan and Trey evolved into their roles? It was not like they woke up one morning and they said, okay, this is what I'm going to be like. They had to kind of find their way and how they could impact and how they could impact the game, how they could impact their teammates. Is that the process that takes place in doing those types of things? Oh, without question. And you hit it on the head. You evolve into that, right? So every guy walks into college basketball thinking he's going to be that guy that 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 scores all the points and and uh, you know his names and the highlights and you know eventually you realize that uh, the more common thing is for somebody to be a great to be a superstar in their role whatever their role may be so I think certainly you know you look at you know I I I had Trey on the court for three years and Ryan on the court for two you know so I can't speak to 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 what Ryan was his first two years uh, when when Ryan when Ryan when I took over and Ryan uh, was a was a red shirt the one year after having a double hip surgery, what I saw in practice when he was able to practice was a guy that that winning was important to him and he was willing to do whatever he, he could to to help the team win and he had a strong desire to, to be a really really good player and uh, you know as he when he uh, the next year when he was able to go out there and perform, you know I, I think he was able to see. The, uh, how what he did was really, really valuable to our team. And I think, you know, you look at Trey from the time he was a sophomore when I stepped on campus to what he became as a senior, you saw a guy really grow, grow up right before our eyes and evolve. And, you know, what he did for us last year is what you really, you know, want to see guys do after, you know, for Ryan being a fifth year senior and for Trey, a, a, a four year senior, 
those guys matured over the course of their career. So, so yeah, I think that's a part of the process. And, you know, we've got some seniors this year that had the opportunity to step in and, and do some of those things for us. And we have some young guys that will be in the process of trying to figure it out and, and, and understand what they need to do to, to help, uh, help themselves be able to accomplish what they want and help Dayton, our team, be able to have uh, the success that we'd like to have as well. You know, as important as knowing one's role, embracing it, and not just knowing knowing it, but embracing it, and and, and really uh, relishing that role. Uh, we saw obviously Ryan and Trey do that, and and I think to a, a, to a large degree, that was something I saw out of Ibby Watson last year, a guy who is an extremely talented offensive player, and and was just so efficient for you. Not a high volume shooter, but just a guy. It was as if the only baskets he made were just the ones you needed. Well, you know, I think I think Eddie, as you mentioned, he he was great for us, you know, and obviously, so you know, you can talk about guys, you know, in terms of uh, their roles, and sometimes we look at at, at a role in terms of um, maybe what you don't get to do, you know. But I, I think for Eddie, you know, uh, the role that he was asked to play last year, I, I called him a six starter for us with what the way he contributed uh, to our success. Uh, you know, his role will change this year, as will uh, Jalen's and, and, and Rodney's, as well as, you know, for a guy like like Jordy, who, who didn't get the heavy minutes but was an integral part of what we did, his role changes, you know. So so really, you know, even, even though for the veterans, uh, maybe you look at it and say last year, you know, they their role was, was, was this. Uh, you know, those roles uh, – will be modified to a certain extent uh, this year, you know, and, and again, I don't have a crystal ball. I can't predict what what will be required for us to become the best version of ourselves. But I think, uh, you know, we start the journey of learning that uh, tomorrow night. How, how, how much are these guys looking forward to getting out there and playing? I, I think they are, you know, I think they really are. And I think obviously up until, you know, this afternoon, we weren't quite sure what it was going to be, to be honest with you. But I, I think now today, uh, having gone through what we've gone through in terms of protocols, we're pretty pretty sure that, that uh, tomorrow will take place. And so I, I know our guys will be, be excited about it. And, and uh, you know, the challenge is to, is to focus on controlling the things we can control in terms of our readiness, our preparation, and our focus on, on uh, doing, doing what we do in Dayton basketball. All right. Well, it, uh, it it is at long last here, and I know that uh, uh, the guys have done a terrific job of of doing the right things and doing the, the, what they were supposed to do to be able to be in this point now where they're going to get a chance to play a game. So I think fans uh, probably don't realize just how much these young men, these young college students have sacrificed in order to be able to play basketball. Yeah, it, it's it, that. That's a that's a good point. You know, I think uh, you know these guys got on campus uh, sometime around the middle of, of of July, and you know we've asked them to uh, to have the discipline uh, under the circumstances with the pandemic uh, to you know kind of stay away from from some things that some 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 places and people and and things and even family, you know, to to a certain extent, so that we could reach uh, the point that we're at right now. So. Uh, uh, they've sacrificed tremendously, and I think they're really excited about uh, the work that they've put in and the opportunity to go out there and, 
and uh, do what they what they love to do. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. All right. Uh, I know they're looking forward to it. You're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Flyer Nation is looking forward to it, and it is going to happen tomorrow as the uh, Dayton Flyers will open up this 2021 season at home against Eastern Illinois. That's a 7 o'clock game. Uh, pre-game coverage will begin with uh, Keith Waluskowski joining me for this initial broadcast uh, live from uh, the UD Arena starting at 6.30. Dayton then will be back in action on Saturday at 2 against SMU. And then, well, the coach and I get together again next Monday night, and we'll talk about it all then on the Anthony Grant Show, brought to you by Bud Light and also our friends at Frickers, your home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Have a great day, everyone. Have a great week, and go Flyers. Go Flyers. WHIO Dayton, WHIO FM, Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station from the CJSHeatingAndAir.com studios. CJS means yes.